Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Pilot's Guide podcast. I am back from the Bermuda Triangle, if you were following that whole plot line, with my OG, my true co-host, Sean. Buddy, yeah. how are you doing? Great. This beautiful Wednesday evening. Yes, a classy Wednesday evening. Time to talk about some politics, mm. but not those politics. Not those politics. I would rather die. <laughs> that goes ditto for me. <laughs> uh, so, naturally, if this is the first time that you're joining us, this is the Pilot's Guide podcast, yeah. on which Sean and I discuss uh, streaming service original pilot episodes. Uh, that goes for Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, Amazon... And a bunch of other streaming services. Maybe Peacock in the future, if you've heard of that, that's coming out to steal our money. Well, actually, they're doing a free thing, which is kind of cool. Well, maybe we'll talk about that. I don't know. We'll Wait, say. a free thing? What do you mean? They're, uh, like a free version of their streaming service. So anybody that's not familiar, oh. NBC is kicking off their own streaming service because everybody else does. <laughs> and... Uh, the point is, I was talking. I was talking about this with your brother, actually. Were you? He was like, "There's a yeah. There's a zero dollar limited access version where you get like probably what's ever on the cable, what's ever on cable, and not like the backlog. Yeah, I would guess. Um, hmm. And then there's like a five dollar option. It's and probably ten dollar option. It's probably like the stuff that's on cable. There's probably still commercials. And there's probably, like, all the good or, like, really popular shows that are probably, like, off limits. Right, right. Yeah, so, and apparently if you're a Comcast customer, you get, like, the $5 version for free or something. I don't know. Wow, Xfinity is useful for something. I guess, you know, maybe it could be good. We'll have to wait and see. But anyway, I mean, you got Disney for free with the X or with the Verizon, and I'll share the Peacock with you. Mm-hmm. And and you know, we'll find out if Disney, if I stick around on Disney after the year. I'm gonna be honest; I haven't gone back <laughs> since finishing the Mandalorian. Uh, I'll be honest; I've been watching Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Oh, I I actually think I want to watch that. Kind it's... kind of childish, but. But, like, I, it's got some juice, right? But, yeah, like, like the lightsaber battles are pretty badass. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm, that's what I'm watching it for. Are you watching the uh, the 3D animated one or, like, the pen, the hand-drawing one? The one, uh, one's, like, the middle, the, or, um, one's, like, a mini-series, I think. No, not that's that like, one. I'm doing, okay. like, the seven-season one from, like, okay, Disney yeah. Channel or something like that. The big, the big beefy one. Yeah. Okay. That sounds, that sounds pretty pretty tight anyways uh, (laughs) anyway this week sean and i watched a netflix original show that's been out for a couple months at this point called uh the politician and if you recall when we left off on pilot's guide we were to our surprise (laughs) finding that this is yet another high school drama Uh. but it's got a little bit of a uh American Horror Story twist feel on it because it's uh, yeah. written by the same people and directed by the same people. And it has Jessica Lang in it. And she's in every single season of American Horror Story. So that's cool. Uh, your 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 initial thoughts on, on the show as a whole? Good show. Overall, I was 
pleasantly surprised, I would say. Okay. Uh, I, I'll save it for the end. <laughs> save it for save the end. Save it for the end. All right. Well, anyway, here at Pilot's Guide, we kick the show off by talking a little bit about the characters we got in the game. So this is our first segment, the Kowalski Analysis Report. Kowalski, my dude. He's in the other room, but you can hear it. (laughs) And he's he's ringing the bell if you hear it. Uh, Editor put in a little bell ring. (laughs) Like a really quiet bell ring. Like it's behind a door. So, for the Kowalski Analysis Report, this is where we're going to talk about uh, our important characters. Sean, I'm going to go through... Uh, the character list provided by Google of some of the important characters. We're not, you know, not going to talk about the minute guys, the the one or two scene people, but the, our our main main boys and girls or yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so we it. start off with one uh, Benjamin Platt's character, Peyton Hobart. Sean, what do you have to say about Peyton? Kind of who the show's based around. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it is who the show's based around. Peyton is an adopted 18-year-old, 18, 19, something like that. Yeah, he's a, he's a high schooler. He was in a poor family. They He got adopted when he was young into a really, really, really rich family. Very Gro- rich. Yeah, they grew up like wealthy as can be. Everything was handed to him pretty much. And he spent like his whole life figuring out like the best algorithm to get accepted into Harvard because he mm-hmm. was like bound for Harvard and should I say what happens or should we say well, for... I mean we can we can talk about it in a summary but to, we we should talk about that algorithm a little bit yeah because this boy this boy literally wants to be the president and he's he's planning out the trajectory of his life 20 30 40 years in advance yep Based on where he is right now, kind of crazy. Did you did you catch how he got the how he figured out the algorithm? Like, did you Um, hear what he said? Because he said um, he wanted to get into Harvard because that's where Uh the most because that's where seven presidents went. Right, but did you figure out? Did you hear how he collected that information? How he got that data? No, I didn't. What? How he used he used the black market. Oh uh, yeah! He was just like <laughs> trolling on the dark web. Oh my god! And he's god. like, I gotta get the exact extracurriculars and academic achievements to figure out how to get into Harvard. You know what? Spoiler alert! Here, uh, he doesn't get into Harvard. Shocker! It, he, wait, well, he gets waitlisted. Wait-listed. He gets waitlisted. Yeah, but whatever, whatever. That's that's that's, that's Peyton. That's, that's pretty Peyton. much sums up Peyton. Um. Uh, well, oh, next. and and to mention about Peyton. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if he's gay or bi, but he's something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna judge either way. But he is. He is a definitely at least bi. Yeah. Which we know from the episode. From that, so leading to our next character, River. Mm-hmm. Yes. Talk about River. River is kind of. I. They portrayed him as the jock of the school. Like he played lacrosse. Um, oh, yeah, I guess. I mean, he's sort of like a renaissance man. He can do all the things. Yeah, he not just literally does everything. Um, uh, what else? He, so he went over to Peyton's house to mm. tutor him in Mandarin. Right. And then they went in this room. 
uh, Peyton started <laughs> like speaking Mandarin, and yep. then they were just like getting really awkward with their conversation. And then mm-hmm. Peyton started crying, went over went over to a chair, and then uh, Rivers like, and he's like, "What does that mean?" And he's like, "Can I kiss you?" Yep. And yeah, and they, and they smooched. River, I, I guess is. Bi- yeah, he's bi, because yes, there was a bi. scene with Alice, hit River's girlfriend. Astrid. Astrid. Oh, Astrid. Yes. Um, Astrid's River's girlfriend. Alice is Peyton's girlfriend. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And Astrid met Peyton in the library. He was like, all right, <laughs> I heard what happened. No, you know what? A little, little bit of menage a trois <laughs> going on. Yeah. But we don't see that. They don't. They don't show that. No. Maybe, maybe they show it later in. Not yet, at least. Anyway, we we brought her up. Let's talk about uh. Bo- I actually we brought both of them up. Let's talk about both their girlfriends, uh, Astrid, Rivers' girlfriend, and uh, Alice, um, Peyton's girlfriend. Maybe we can talk about Alice first. She's a bit pretty much like a the lesser of the two. Alice is yeah. Who who again? Peyton's girlfriend. Peyton's, Peyton's girlfriend. girlfriend. Right. Okay. Alice, she's, like, more quiet, I would say, mm-hmm. but she's, like, doing what she can to help Peyton become president of the school, whether yes. it's fake break up with him and mm-hmm. create their own, like, signals to show that they're talking about each other in the hallway, whether it's looking over their shoulder to him mm-hmm. or what whatnot, and, um... I mean that's pretty much Alice. She's she got into Harvard over yes, Peyton. She did. Um and then there was two other people that were friends with Alice and Peyton that were part of like Peyton's posse. It was oh, Alice. Sure. We, we, we'll talk about we can talk about them first before yeah. before Ashton. So yeah, Alice is Alice is planning on being uh Peyton's uh first lady and then yeah. we've got the two trusted advisors who I didn't realize that the girl's name McAfee. That's her name. <laughs> that's her name. McAfee and uh, James, the the other guy who, um, yeah, they, the two of them, they're basically like McAfee's his social media advisor. Basically yeah. she's always on her phone and James is like the numbers guy, kind, I guess. Kind, yeah. Kind of just like always in his ear. Mm-hmm. I basically mean, like, uh, yeah, uh, river, uh, and we didn't mention River is pay- is competing against Peyton for president of the senior class or whatever, but uh, James is always in Peyton's ear saying, uh, "You're down ten points uh, <laughs> in the polls," as if like this is a legitimate election. I don't know how they get these numbers. Yeah, I don't know either. High school, I, high school beats me. Beats me. Exit poll, exit polls, <laughs> and stuff in high school. I I don't think that exists, but for the purpose of the show, it plays. Um, John, yes. Mention our next character while I go get ice cream. Okay, <laughs> go get go get the ice cream. I will talk about Astrid. So, Astrid, she is a cold, calculated femme fatale of types. I mean, she doesn't she doesn't kill anybody, but that sort of seems to be her character style. She is um, with River. And her and River share a very open relationship. And, um, 
you know, there's early on, they are just finishing up having sex with each other. I mean, we don't see that, but uh, she says she basically pretends every time they do it, and it's just like sort of weird the way she she says she's very very emotionless very deliberate in everything that she says and ultimately by the end of the show she for one reason or another because she, maybe she's itching for power she takes over uh as the main running candidate in opposition to peyton so it ultimately ends up being peyton versus astrid to be the primary um conflict i guess of the show but yeah, as Sean, Sean mentioned in a flashback uh, from the present time 18 months earlier, because yes, there's flashbacks. It's a Pilot's Guide episode. Of course there's flashbacks. Uh, we see Astrid uh, come up to Peyton in the library and say, look, I know what you did with River when they kissed, and uh, now you're going to come over, and um, we're going to have a three-way. And Peyton's like, okay. And uh, that's kind of it for Astrid. Waiting for Sean to get his ice cream. I am uh, wondering here what kind of uh, flavor it is. I am going to guess cookies and cream. I feel like cookies and cream is a pretty safe option at this point. It's been 25 minutes. Uh, Sean's not back. Starting to get uh, a little worried. Maybe he's uh, eating ice cream downstairs. I don't know. Again, I hope it's uh, I hope it's cookies and cream, or maybe a cookie dough. But then, I mean, if it's a Ben and Jerry's flavor, then it's game over. Let me get a yeah, boy. What you oh, got? Oh. <laughs> Sean's back. What Hello? kind of what kind of ice cream you got in there? You already know we got that cookies and cream with hell yes. On top. Oh baby, <laughs> this this I I just had a I just had a nice long chat by myself saying <laughs> I bet it's cookies and cream and I freaking and I'm leaving it all in. I'm leaving it all in. Okay, I I I, I ran the gambit about Astrid. Um, gotcha. Wait, Last oh, couple, that's um, River's that's girlfriend. River's girlfriend. Yes. Okay. Um, last couple to talk about. Let's let's talk about um the candidates' uh, running mates. We should talk mm -hmm. about um Sky Layton. Mm hmm. And uh, yep. Infinity Jackson. So, oh, I forgot about Infinity. Okay. Well, then you talk about talk about Sky for me then. Sky, we we didn't really like know her before we knew Infinity. Sky mm. kind of just came out of nowhere. She's they, they, they sorry, <laughs> yes, they are non-conforming something. Gender, gender non-conforming. Okay, um, African American, African American, and that's really like all we knew about her, mm -hmm. like. She just came out of nowhere when River was on stage announcing, like, right. his running mate. And mm -hmm. then yep. Peyton found himself in a hole and was like, oh, shit, I need a more special candidate <laughs> or right, running right. mate. And, and if, you know, thinking about it in the realm of politics, River's trying to get, you know, 
the minority vote here and you know pretty much you know the the gender minority votes mm-hmm. and the um the race minority votes and it's a whole thing so basically uh Peyton's advisors come to him and say you need a good running mate he goes through a couple people trying to find somebody with disabilities he went to somebody with walking problems andrew that was andrew. his name Mm-hmm. We went. He went to an autistic girl on a school bus, uh-huh. and I think he went. To, I guess the third person was Infinity. Correct. And the, he goes. He goes to Infinity. Yeah. He finds finds his Infinity, uh, and she is, um, as we assume. Oh, assume or, it. Mm. Yes, maybe, we assume. Maybe, <laughs> maybe uh, she has. Uh, leukemia or, or or a version of cancer she is she is in she is in a hat uh, it's very it's very clear that she's had radiation done um, she's I assume he's meeting her at a hospital like following a chemotherapy that she just got done she's when coloring and he basically is like I think you're such an inspiration blah 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 and she says no. <laughs> and then he sees her in the hall and she's like, no. But eventually we meet her grandma. Coerced. Yes. Talk about her Nana played by Miss Jessica Lang from, uh, from American Horror Story. If you are familiar, uh, talk all about her. Cause she's got issues. Nana likes to take advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, Infinity's Nana. We see we have one scene where Nana goes up to Olive Garden waitress. She's like, "Oh, I have reservations for so and so." Waitress is like, "Uh, no, you don't, sweetie." And then Nana starts giving an attitude, and then she's and then she turns around and pulls Infinity in, trying to make the waitress feel all bad. And then instead of making the waitress feel bad, people waiting for their seats felt bad. And yeah. we're like, no, uh, that's so sweet what you're trying to do. You can have our seat, and we'll pay for your meal. And then they went, and they ate, and Infinity got her infinite breadsticks. Ah. And... <laughs> uh, this is else? her character. Yes. She only eats endless food. Yeah. Only was- endless supplies. <laughs> so she goes to uh, Little Caesar's... <laughs> or no, or, or goes like a CC's pizza buffet and eats unlimited yes. pizza. Uh, what else? Yes. Uh, last but not least, the CEO of Goop herself. What? When Paltrow's here. What's Goop? What? Goop, Goop is her fake <laughs> healthcare line. You heard it here, folks. If you think Goop is real. It ain't real. I have Gwyneth, no idea what if you're, you're listening, about. love you, girl. Loved you, loved you in <laughs> Iron Man. Loved you in Iron Man. You were great as Pepper Potts, but Goop is uh, kind of a sham. But whatever. Uh, that's my, that's my opinion. Uh, anyway, yes, Gwyneth Paltrow is uh, Peyton's adopted mother. And that's all we kind of know about her. Is Goop a show? Uh, the Goop Lab is a new show on Netflix. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Yep, so if you want to learn more about Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop, find it on Netflix. This has been an ad for Goop, I suppose. I don't know if I want to do that, but whatever. 
that's going to do it for our, our list of players in the game here. Yes. Kowalski, if you wouldn't mind we, ringing that bell one on. more time. No, Kowalski, oh, get the hell out oh, of here. Hold on. <laughs> we didn't really... We brought up River, but we didn't like talk about his past at all. Okay, yeah, yeah I feel like this is the right time to talk about his past. It, um, do it. Like, during during the debate for who would be president, it was Peyton versus River, and River mm-hmm. used his... I don't want to say sob story, because, like, it actually happened. Yeah. But, like... He, well, you don't know what actually happened, honestly. Like, it could have been himself. a lie. Well, yes, but it could have been a lie. Okay, well, it could have been a lie. He used a, quote, sob story to win over the crowd, which was that he tried to drown himself... I think it was last year... Yes, um, he said the year before. In his pool by tying a weight to his ankle and jumping in his pool. Um, and, yeah, he said he was depressed and all that. And he has yeah. a chiseled jaw. He has a chiseled jaw. Yes. yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I say, and I say that, you know, that you can't take it to for, for truth. Uh, just because... A lot of things in this show are not as they seem. Very much like Wizards of Waverly Place, everything is not as what it, it seems, seems. <laughs> or what it seems. You can have all you wanted in your wildest dreams. <laughs> you might run into trouble, but you, something go to extremes. <laughs> everything is not what it what seems. it seems. Anyway, that was the theme song of Wizards of Waverly Place on Disney Plus. Selena Gomez just came out with a new <laughs> album. If you if you want more Selena Gomez, you can find her uh, on the Goop Labs on Netflix with Gwyneth Paltrow. At Pilot's Guide Pod. <laughs> At Pilot's Guide Pod on Twitter. Uh, anyway, so that, that'll do it for our Kowalski Analysis Report. Ring that bell, brother. Skibbity-skabbity. All right. Anyway, let's move on to our meat and potatoes, our... Uh, Summaries. We we did already talk a lot about the inner mechanism, inner machinations of the show. So I am going to um, I'm going to set a two minute timer. You think you can do two minutes? Think you got two minutes mm. in you? You want to do one? Do one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You do. You do your best with one. If you're feeling good about that, I'll I'll let you let you roll with it. But, I think uh, I could do this mainly from my head. I I actually remember it. Okay. I remember the gist. Got it. All right. Um, if you're ready, I'll set you a timer. Go for it. All right. Three, two, one, begin. The episode is based around Peyton and his bringing up and the his high school career at the moment, I guess, and his journey to be president of the United States, but currently president of his high school. He goes up against... River, his, I guess, best friend, somewhat used to be, maybe. Um, So it's basically just Peyton gathering a posse um, and doing everything they can to get the votes for the point system, whatever the hell that is. Um, But they run into Infinity, and that is his running mate. Um, but Infinity has cancer, which is supposed to get him more points. But then, towards the end of the episode, we find out that she is most likely faking her cancer, which is going to cost him a lot of points, if that is true. 
and you can fill in the rest. All right. Very good. Very good. Yes, those are those are the those. That's pretty much Peyton's trajectory. Um, you left out a really important thing that happened. I probably I, left out a lot. <laughs> it's we'll figure <laughs> it out. I'll, I'll fill it in. All right. I got my timer set. Got Time it. to fill in these gaps. Ready, uh, go. Okay. So, yes, Peyton versus River in the big senior class thing. They are both looking for their running mates so they can figure it out. Peyton is uh, rather aggressive with River um, on his uh, situation. Why would you run against me? Why would you pick Sky? Um, basically, it all comes to a head when River uh, kills himself in front of Peyton. Uh, we get flashback 18 months. That's when we talk about the menage a trois. It was eight months. I believe. Sure. I could have four. I will not challenge. Uh, anyway, we get that flashback. We go back to the present time. You find out he did kill himself. The screen went black after the gunshot. Um, anyway, uh, Peyton basically has to pick up the pieces. His, his friend is... Uh, dead and at the memorial service he sings a song uh, in honor of him and Astrid uh, who gets up to say a few words in uh, following Peyton's performance says that she will be running in River's stay uh, which much to the surprise of everybody this is a big thing she intends to grab hold of all the power and make it hers and Peyton's gonna have to figure it out because now Infinity might not really be uh, Infinity. Might might, she might not really be Infinity. She might be uh, Weesnaw. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> mystery, not Infinity. But that uh, is the main overarching summary. Sean, if you would like to talk about any scenes or elaborate. I've got at least one I would like to talk about more if, if, if you but I'd like I'd like to open the floor to you first. The part where Goop talked to Peyton. Yes. Yes, Goop. Um the part where Goop talked to Peyton in the flashback, how she was saying she like loved Peyton. Peyton was saying how like he read this research study where mm-hmm. um Adoptive kids are loved less than biological, and he told her that, and she was like, then that study's terribly wrong, and then she started going on about how she liked him more than the other kids, and all this stuff, and honestly, she seems like a really good mom. I mean... She's yeah. probably, she probably a stay-at-home mom, honestly. She takes care of him. She gardens all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's very, very rich. Probably off of the goop. We honestly, to be honest, we didn't see her that much. She was just no. like speaking words of wisdom whenever we saw her. Right, right. Basically trying to give uh, Peyton encouragement. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you go next. I got one more thing I want to talk about. Surely, surely. I, I'll, I'll springboard off of that a little bit. Um, so, as we mentioned before, Peyton gets waitlisted from Harvard. Mm-hmm. Kind of a big deal. Th- this scene. Uh, Peyton's sort of been uh, prim, proper, uh, very, like, put together. He receives his Harvard letter. Uh, Goop passes it. She hands him the Harvard letter. He rips it open. 
he scours the letter and finds out he's waitlisted, and then he proceeds to just blow up. Yeah. Like, completely blow up. He's like, everything was planned. I had set this and that. I went on the dark web for three years trying to find all this garbage, the perfect perfect combination of extracurriculars and academic achievement to get me into Harvard, and I get waitlisted. Blah, 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 blah. And, and he's like... And she's like, it's okay, it's a waitlist, like, you are you could still get in. And he's like, a waitlist is worse than a no. Now it's basically like I'm somebody's second choice. He rips up the letter, and uh, our hero Peyton may uh, probably won't be going to Harvard anytime soon. I, I, mm-hmm. With that attitude, he's he's very fragile, and you can you can mm-hmm. see that in, uh, yep. in that scene. Uh, he likes to... And, and and this is hit on a number of times. He is a rather fake person. Oh, hell yeah. He, he that, has conversations that, with people. Uh-huh. Continue. That leads me to my next point. Sure. Um, the scene where, in order to get more clout, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Peyton and his girlfriend, Alice, they decide that yes. they're going to, quote, break up but not really break up for mm-hmm. the attention and for more people to feel bad for him because he knew River, River killed himself. Then the breakup, uh, they make up a rumor that Alice cheated on him, but they're secretly still together. And they, like, yes. Alice posts on social media, like, a confession about it, and then Peyton commented saying i'm heartbroken and then that mm-hmm. comment that he t- uh put out got, just kept getting likes and likes and likes pouring and in at school pouring teacher came likes. up to him and was like as long as you show up for the final you get an a I well was like, but that wasn't because of that school. that wasn't because of that that was because of his best friend oh, killing yeah. Himself. yeah um, but it just goes to show like how much people notice him himself i guess right um, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just to expand off that a little bit, it, it's kind of beefy because you know, and and I I think I keyed into this. Um, I it's it's evident that Peyton loves River. I mean, when to in order to get Infinity to agree to be his running mate, he comes up with he he brings himself to tears and says, "Oh my God, I, I loved River. I I he was my you know." I loved him so much. Yeah. He cries in front of them. This is after he's uh, since passed, and um, uh, you're—I I think you're supposed to realize that like his relationship with Alice is just for positioning. Because yeah. uh, I mean, if you think about it, uh, there's no precedent to a an outwardly gay or bisexual in whatever situation Peyton is. Um, being the president. So I had to imagine like he linked up with Alice because one, she wanted to be his first lady. And two, he realized that showing he was heteronormative would, uh, play into his desire of becoming president. So it's kind of spicy because after they break up, one of the things that she says, you have to agree when we pass each other in the hallway, we do not make eye contact, but you look back and acknowledge me after the fact. And they have the scene at the end of the show where they walk past each other, and Peyton, the son of a bitch, does not look back because uh, he mm-hmm. done. She served her purpose. He got everything that he needed out of her, and 
Just cut her there. Dirty dog. Dirty, dirty dog. That bad boy. No, I'm Dirty Dan. He is Dirty Dan. Dirty Peyton. Anyway. Um, that's, that's pretty much what I want to discuss. If you, do you have another scene you'd like to, to chat about before likes uh, and dislikes? Or you want to go right on in? I think that's all I got. All right. Well, hit me hit me up with with some of the things that you liked about the show. All right, two likes, one dislike. I'll go. What do you want first, likes or dislikes? Give me give me both the likes and then the dislike. So, I really like the story of it, like mm-hmm. just straight up like the story. The not not the writing. I no. thought some of the writing. This isn't even this isn't even my dislike, but I thought some of the writing like. Just like some, um, what was the word? Peyton used the word like oh, I forget what it was, but Peyton used this one word that like really triggered me because it was like cringy and it was just like did not belong in the script. But I love the like just the story in general. How Alice is running for River now. Like I wasn't expecting that at all. I knew that she didn't like Peyton, but I wasn't expecting her to jump in the running. Um. I think it's going to be really interesting when we what we find out what happens with Infinity if she actually has cancer or not, mm-hmm. um, and like the whole how he's adopted thing. I really like that. Yeah. Um, my second like was I thought some of the photography was really good in this show. Camera work, camera work is big. Yeah, good, the, real like, good. That's what kind of put it together. If the camera work wasn't good, I wouldn't have been intrigued because there was some really cool shots. Um, especially when Alice and uh, Peyton were at the dinner table and they were sitting yeah. at like, the long dinner table and they were both on opposite ends and the camera really would be cool. like by his like left elbow at like mm-hmm. table length and it would be like looking. I don't know. It was really cool. Um, I agree. I agree. One dislike that yes. like it made me cringe and you brought it up for like a second. Was his singing scene? Oh, I like. I know it was. On, I know like he was on Broadway and like he probably can like he can what sing. What are you talking but about? I just thought that that part was so unnecessary. I just went on my phone for like that three minutes that he was singing. Oh my god! It, I just think it did not belong at all. Well, that's that funny was my, because that was my only dislike. Apparently, I don't. I don't know this for sure, but apparently there is a lot of music in this show. A really? Lot of singing. Mm-hmm. Why? I was watching with Kristen, and she thought it was a musical at first. Before before we watched the show, she thought it was a musical. Because there is a playlist on Spotify, believe it or not. Seriously? Mm-hmm. With music from the show. What the hell? I'm about to look it up right now to confirm. The Politician on Netflix. Uh, my Spotify is being silly. The Politician... The Politician soundtrack season one playlist. How many how many songs? Ah, this is now. This is just like the. This looks to be just the music that plays in the background. Like background music. Yes, which there's a lot of good music. I mean the uh, the theme song to the show, a little Sufjan Stevens. Oh wait, oh never mind. Music from the Netflix original series The Politician. How many by minutes Platt. is the playlist? There are four songs. Eh, Four songs I mean, in the first season, so I wouldn't count it. But he gets it away. He he get, he, he gets the he gets the songs. In there. I just thought it was really unnecessary. That's fair. That's fair. 
What are you what are you liking about this and disliking about this? Anyway, I for one loved that we got to hear Ben Platt sing in oh this God. show. <laughs> we couldn't be further further apart on this. Um, big I'm a big Dear Evan Hansen fan. It's a great musical which he won for won the Tony, I I think or the musical won the Tony. I don't know if he won. He's really good in Pitch Perfect. I mean, as good as that movie might not be uh <laughs> he, he that boy can sing um and i mean he shows off the full range of his voice in this one song that he sings at the funeral uh, and yeah it's like, like I'm, I'm not impressive. saying he doesn't sound good i'm just saying that it was really unnecessary sure i mean he needed i mean it was sort of a play it was a political play because he's trying to get the sympathy because everybody's crying every single person in the damn audience is crying as he's singing out this song it is impressive to say the least but I won't talk any more about his singing or any of the songs. <laughs> Other things that I liked, um, just the show, the show itself, and and this sort of springs board springboards off your your story line. But it's so it's so smart. It's like really intelligent, but it's not too. I feel like it's not too smart that you feel like you're on the outside of it. Like you can yeah. you can track with everything. Yeah. You can understand, but there's like a nice, a nice couple references in there. Like political wise, they say during the first debate between River and Peyton, uh, McAfee says he's sweating like Nixon. This yeah. is Pat Peyton when when River is telling his story, and you're like, oh, I and I'm thinking I wrote a report on the Richard Nixon Kennedy debate <laughs> from 1960, and I was like, oh, ding ding ding, I see, I know exactly what they're talking about. Um, and it's just like this is a high school drama, but it's smart enough that it's not annoying like yeah, the, a high school yeah, drama. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, that's uh, that's super super spicy to me. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll say the the main dislike I had. I well, I wish we could have got more River, and I guess we'll get River in flashbacks. I wish uh, we could have got more present yeah. river yeah um instead of only like the first 35 minutes of the show we'll definitely see more of like him and Peyton's relationship right because i'm sure, sure more happened mm-hmm. but uh and this is sort of a this sort of bridges the line between like and dislike because i think her character is so good but i hate her so much because she seems so evil mm-hmm. astrid oh my god that astrid? girl that that Peyton's girlfriend for taking That's over Alice. No, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. River's girlfriend, Astrid. Yeah, that's Astrid, yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm doing a Sean <laughs> for taking over. I'm doing good for once. For taking over as the the running opposition, seizing the, the reins at the kid's damn funeral yeah, is really. nuts. This girl, she didn't give two about that boy she he's trash to her and now he's dead and she's running and she's gonna become president irl i guess i don't know maybe IRL. it's nuts it's nuts i think she is evil and that's enough to dislike her but also like her because her character is pretty rich in yeah regard let me let me add some the wherever they filmed this like the houses they were insane. <laughs> has to be. It has to be actually California. I mean, the show takes place. The show claims the setting of the show is in California. Really, in the rich part of California. Yeah, like that. that was Every crazy. single person's rich. 
I know, yeah, for sure. Like the house that Goop is at. Oh man, that was insane. Mega pool, like bunch of hedge groves. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool stuff. Every and inside inside Alice's house, like you were saying, the they big maid, yeah. dining room. Everybody oh, yeah. had a maid. Yeah. Except for Infinity, she was. The, She's got grandma. She's got grandma and grandma Nana. Abusive. Jessica That's all Lang. I got for now. Okay. Well, if that's it, then why don't we move on into our next segment? Next segment. All right. Our next segment, we'll talk a little bit about the theories that we've got brewing for the rest of the season one of The Politician. We have one season of work in the books. Sean, uh, we'll open it to you. What do you got? So, I have two. And mm-hmm. I'll start with my one that is a little more obvious because you kind of said it already. Yes. Peyton doesn't actually like Alice. Correct. And you said it. He didn't look over his shoulder when that was what he was supposed to do to mm-hmm. show that they were thinking about each other in the hallway. Um, I, I mean, the only thing that I can predict is that, like, she calls him later that day on the phone and asks, like, what the bleep? Mm. What are you doing? Or he'll just de- keep declining her calls and maybe that'll, like, just, like, declare an actual breakup. Right. Um, like in the song Panini by Lil Nas X. Don't declining all my meanie. <laughs> declining all my calls and not responding to my texts. <laughs> there you um, go. I mean, that's all I got for that, like, just that Peyton's kind of done with Alice. But that also affects the rest of the posse that they had. Like the, what was it, James, I think is Right, name. James and McAfee. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with them. It's weird because Alice specifically said we cannot be seen canoodling. So yeah. that it's basically McAfee and James picking up all the weight. Yeah. Granted, they're the advisors, and she was just the figurehead, first lady type. But whatever. It's 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 inter. It makes for an interesting uh, this, posse moving forward. This is my final prediction. Okay. Um, when River killed himself, mm-hmm. like, why was Peyton there? What was he doing? Uh, Peyton was there to. He was, was address he, he was yelling the fact at River, right? He was yelling at River because River picked Sky, and he's like, "How the heck am I supposed to compete when you pick Sky, and you've already got everybody wrapped around your finger?" So, scale of one to ten, how mad would you say Peyton was? It's hard to say because obviously he he knows he he blew up on Peyton before, and or he blew sorry he blew up on River before, and. You know, River doesn't really, didn't really, wasn't really hurt by it. So Peyton realizes he's got a pretty long leash, or at least he thought with River. Um, as far as how mad he was, I'd say like a six. This is where my prediction comes in. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and make the prediction that Peyton killed River. Oh, oh. So reason I'm saying this is because Peyton came over mad, yelling at River, and, like, in in the scene where he got denied by Harvard, you saw how mad he can get. That's at, true. Like, just that. So, like, 
I that's what that's I don't know what made me think of that, but like I just it could be. I have a suspicion that Peyton killed River, and like he what he was emotionless at the mm. scene when he was talking to the cop and when Astrid came over, mm. and I don't know. I just have a strange feeling that it it that wasn't that that did go that was mentioned. Alice asked him at dinner, yeah. "Did yep. you kill River?" He didn't sound spicy. too convincing. No, I, I guess not. I mean, and Alice said, "I won't, I won't tell on you." That would be that would be interesting because they it, the scene does cut away, but we do know that Peyton. Damn it. Why am I doing this? River in the very in the beginning of the show, he goes to after he's finished having sex with with Astrid, he goes down to his dad's I, I suppose safe. his dad's safe and he takes out the gun. Yeah. Which he has he sits he holds in his hand the first time Peyton storms in. Um it's not doesn't look like he would use it on Peyton. No. But he may have done it he may have done what he was going to do there. It's interesting. So the, we know who had the gun. We knew it was, uh, we knew it was Rivers' father's or Rivers' mother's or somebody's Rivers' family's gun, and uh, we know it was a gun that killed him because we hear a gunshot. So hey, that that would be pretty spicy if they find a way to make it work like that. Because I just didn't, it didn't seem like it, didn't seem right to me. But the more the more I think about it, hey. Assassination for political gain. That's what politicians do, baby. Never know. Never know. All right. As what far are your, as what are your hot my, takes? My theories. I unfortunately, I had two theories that were undone in the middle of the show. Mm. Um, one actually that was proven correct. I should say. What was it? Um, I did say. About twenty minutes in, or the first couple times we talked, we saw Infinity when she was sitting at the table eating breadsticks. I was like, I have a feeling that she doesn't actually have cancer. Yep, I thought and that first time a, I saw her. It's a big old dupe. It's kind of kind of neat, kind of interesting. Um, her and Jessica Lange's character, uh, the way they interact, because yeah, I mean, it, she could have it, but. This Andrew kid is like she doesn't. She's a liar. She's kidding. She could have had it in the past, and like it's fine Maybe. now. Maybe, but what the spice is? You're thinking why? What advantage? Because she really doesn't come across as the type of girl who's like. At, she's she sounds like she's enjoying all these things uh, that yeah she's she's getting, but like doesn't seem to want the spotlight or anything like that. She kept she said at one point she was like, I don't like all this attention and I don't like being used. Right. But then like her grandma is just taking her around the place getting free things. You know, she may it may be a uh, nurture situation where she's just spent so much time with her nana that she realizes, "Hey, uh, I can say on the outside." And this is the whole thing. Everybody's fake. Everybody yep. in the show is fake. So, like, it would be perfect if this was actually a big lie that she was using. But I also think that she wants the power a little bit, too. Because when she's talking to the student body at the end of the show, she's like, We're going to run this, mother. We're taking them. Taking them to the house. I'm going to win. We're going to get the dub. And it's like, huh. Okay. You weren't excited about it, you know, five minutes ago in the last scene. Yep. 
Were, did, you, did you have any predictions that weren't like undone? I did. Uh, I I had one prediction that I think we should talk about, and I want to basically talk about what we think might be the motivation for this happening. But I, I'm pretty confident that, and we we might have figured it out by via spoiler. But I think Peyton's going to go find his biological parents. Oh, you think uh, so? In one way or another, yes. I believe that he will look for them. And I was thinking, I was wondering, you know, why would he want to find his biological parents? I don't think this boy who's calculated just wants to find it out of love. I think he wants to find it for some sort of gain. And maybe he's thinking, I'm going to go find my parents and then write to Harvard this whole story about how, oh, I found my adopted parents and Mm. blah, 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 this whole emotional story to try to help him get off the wait list than into Harvard. I don't know. That might be like his last like resort option. It might be. But before before we, we leave off from this section, like, there's there's one more theory that is not mine or yours. As I was watching it with Kristen, she believes this wholeheartedly. She thinks Ben Platt's character, Peyton Hobart, is a robot. Lock it in. Okay. Lock it in. Okay. That, that's Tell enough. me your thoughts. Straight up. Wait, why? Because of the intro? Partially because of the intro, but also <laughs> because boy can't cry unless he wants to. Alien. Kind of alien. Kind of. Kyle XY. Maybe he's just an alien. Maybe he's just an alien. We all live in a simulation. Maybe. I look, I don't think it's so far fetched just because of the fact that this is a show that was produced by the same people that did American Horror Story. There are definitely like some weird things that are gonna happen in the show pretty quickly. Uh, and yeah. like just the way some of the characters carry themselves is like kind of eerie and off putting. And yes, it, do you wanna talk, talk let's talk about this, but as our last thing, talk about that that intro because I thought the intro was really really cool. Honestly, I, I I don't remember it all, but it was I remember it being like trippy. It's it, very it, trippy. It reminded me. Of, I've never watched American Horror Story, but like I know like mm. the vibes of it, and like I got oh yes, I got like American Horror Story vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a three D Peyton, and yes. Like, skin colored paint was like falling on this like wooden doll yeah it was Mm -hmm. trippy it was neat it was basically like i would describe it as like um it's like wooden a big wooden shadow box type of thing filled with a bunch of details we learned in the first scene that peyton's looked back at all the presidents that have won since Reagan, which is not very far, but he's like, this is the celebrity era of politics. He's like, how do you get popular? And um, Peyton's like, like all the books, the history from Reagan to Obama is in like this shadow box and like other things that Peyton references are all put into this figure. It's closed up. Like you said, the paint sort of poured onto it. Yep. And then like, a suit is sewn over it. A little American flag pin is put on the lapel. Yep. And I thought it was cool because, like, before, like, it was the shape of, like, the person, there was, yeah. like, someone chiseling 
yeah. the wood of it. I, I don't know. It was cool. As it's kind of like crafted. hard to picture it the way it just we described it, but if you watch it, you'll understand. A little bit Westworldy, uh, sort of like the theme song to we- or the theme, the opening intro to Westworld. I, I, that's sort of the vibe that I was getting. But the whole time it was uh, Chicago by Sufjan Stevens. If you're familiar with that song, it's a good one, and I was very content listening to it for this uh, theme song because it makes it not super creepy, even though there's an American Horror Story vibe going on. Now that we've talked theories. How about we move on to our final segment? Final segment. Crash landing or ready for takeoff. So, for our last segment, we'd like to discuss whether whether this show is ready for takeoff or crash landing. I think, for me, it's pretty easy. This show is ready for takeoff. Story's great. I like the characters. And I want to find out if Infinity actually has cancer or not. Mm. What do you short, think? Short, sweet, and to the point. Yes. Uh, I think this show is uh, pretty confidently a clear for takeoff as well. Um, I felt really confident. I, I, I didn't know how it was received while I was watching the show. Uh, but looking at it now, uh, 57% on Rotten Tomatoes... 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Really? Pretty unremarkable, if you ask me. But I Damn. I really, watching the show, I was like, this may be, and I've said this multiple times on this show, but like, this could be my favorite show that we watched on the, I, like, I, in the moment, I was like, this is awesome. Uh, I, I'm, I'm digging it. Hey, hey. I, I, I change, the vibe changes boss every. baby. <laughs> Bro, Jimbo, right. Jimbro, baby. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's. I, I just, I was watching it and I was very, very confident in it, in it being a thing. People love American Horror Story, and it's friends got from college. That spice. Hey, friends from college. That was your show. That was that, my show. That, yep, not mine. <laughs> I did not like that show. But anyway, I, I just, I felt pretty good about it. But who knows? I, I assume I, I haven't heard whether or not it's renewed yet. We might talk about that in a couple weeks from now in the big episode 50 super show, but... Yeah. Anyway, I, I just feel pretty good about it. I don't think... It might not need to be too long anyway. It's just... True. But, I, but it could. It could be really long. It could go bang. It could go years and years and years before he becomes a president. I don't know. How, how far you want to go? That's how far you want to take it? 40 years later, he made it to president. Maybe. Or they're going to find a way to like kill him off <laughs> in the end of the season and it'll be like, <gasps> anyway, pretty, pretty quick, pretty short, sweet and to the point. Do you have any, any closing words on the, uh, on the show as a whole? No, I think we summed it up pretty good. High school drama without <laughs> the annoying drama. That's what I'll say. I think that puts a bow on it rather, rather nicely. Yep. Alright then, this has been another episode of the Pilot's Guide Podcast. Thank you again for joining us. <sighs> joining myself and Sean. Uh, we had a lot of fun talking about Netflix's The Politician. Uh, if you would like to, Sean, where can they find us? At Pilot's Guide Pod on Twitter. And yeah, buddy. 
uh, me and John, John and I's uh, Twitter ads are in the bio at Joe Dog and at Sean Lero. You'll see them once you go to the pod's Twitter. Um, email us if you have any questions or comments or critiques or suggestions, suggestions for shows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You said the you you said the email. Did I? Oh, pilotsguidepod at gmail.com? Yes, hit us up at pilotsguidepod at gmail.com if you want to send us an email to connect with us. Yeah. Um and yes, again, we're we're, we're available on all streaming platforms and uh, all podcatchers as they say. And we would appreciate it if you would go to Apple Podcasts, hit us with a uh, five-star five-star frog splash off the top ropes and uh, and a nice spicy review telling us how much you love the show. Anyway, it's important now that we move on to Sean's shower thought. Just Sean, thought of this. Think of the brain. What's the brain got? Just thought of this because I got two notifications on my phone. Um, so, everybody knew this happened a couple days ago. Kobe Bryant has passed away. R.I.P. Very sad. But Vanessa Bryant just posted on Instagram with a long message that I have yet to read. Mm. So I'll read that. Anyway, our 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 full full thoughts and prayers go out to the the Bryant family and the Altabelli family and the Bryant family and uh, everyone everyone else affected by what happened. I know that there's been a lot of um, a lot of change in the NBA and a lot of people making a, a very, very powerful gestures, changing jersey numbers, retiring numbers, um, taking violations. It, it's all uh, pretty pretty wild. It's, it's very clear that the man had a lot of clout. I mean, it's obvious. He, he was, he was Kobe, Kobe, friggin', Kobe friggin' Bryant. I mean, one of the best basketball players in the world. And yes, one of the best to ever play the game, um, and he will be sorely missed by many, many people. Like the the one thing that I actually like remember him from is uh, this was like before I got into basketball because I got into mm-hmm. basketball like three, four years ago. But like when he was on the Olympics team or like the two Olympics teams, mm-hmm. he was like the one player that stood out to me, and he was like. I like watched him on the Olympics, and that was before yeah. I was like even into basketball. Uh huh. And I, I like knew that he was like crazy. Yeah, dude was a dude was a stud. Dude was a stud. That's when he played, like <clears throat> played with LeBron. Hey, and then that's you know that's why LeBron thinks it's so important to carry the legacy. Lakers in winning that championship LA. this year. No, they're not. Yes, not to, they are. Well, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. It's 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 hard, but. They're very good. They're thirty six and thirty seven and thirty six and ten. Right now, they haven't played. That's they first played, in the league, and then LeBron just had a best friend that passed away that played for the Lakers, and now he's probably going to go even more ham. Oh yeah, well, we'll see. We will see what happens. Anyway, uh, that's our little bit of uh, respect on Kobe's name, and um, other yeah. than that. We can, uh, Sean. What, 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 what are they? What are our our fans looking forward to next week? Oh, 
Well, what was it called again? <laughs> I forget what it was ah, called. Ah, the Amazon original. Oh, that, that won oh, many a Amazon. Golden I Globe. forgot that's Amazon. Many, many a Golden Globe and probably many a Emmy and a bunch of other awards and all that good stuff. We are listen- We are watching, not listening, to the show Fleabag. Fleabag. I don't yes. have it up on my phone. Do you? Can you pull it up? Yes, I'll pull it up. So, Fleabag. It's a British comedy, I believe. Yep. And it's uh, apparently very, very, very funny. Liz is going to be happy that I'm watching this. It's got a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Liz told me that there's... I, th- I don't know if it's opening scene, she said, but there's like a part where a girl is playing with herself to Obama's speech. All right. <laughs> Episode 1, Season 1 of 2. Fleabag arrives with a bang and spins through London, grasping at anyone and anything that might keep her head above water. Very general summary for the first episode, but I am most certain it'll be fun. Uh, I didn't talk about the main plot of the show. I think it's like a a dry-witted woman known only as Fleabag, that is her name, has no filter as she navigates life and love in London while trying to cope with tragedy. The angry, grief-riddled woman tries to heal while rejecting anyone who tries to help her, but Fleabag continues to keep up her bravado through it all. Uh, Played by Phoebe Phoebe Waller-Bridge, the titular character Fleabag uh, from the 2013 one-woman show of the same name, Waller-Bridge. So. That's what we got coming at you. That's what we got. Folks, you can help yourself off the plane. We'll be landing soon in Tacoma. Tacoma? I in like a it. Ford Tacoma. <laughs> in the back of a Ford Tacoma. Yes. Oh, it will be touching down. You can uh, you can take take a tiny kilo. Some <laughs> tiny some very tiny nuts. The planner's peanut man. RIP to him. Rest in spaghetti. Send one up. Pour some nuts out for that boy. <laughs> we'll find out what happened to him at the Super Bowl when he probably has a whole new look. I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. He's weird. Yes, Tiny Planters Peanuts, because that's the only way to fly. The only way. <laughs> All right, folks. We will see you back here next week for Fleabag. The Amazon original. You may feel free. To roam. About the... The cabin. Cabin. <laughs> the cabin. <laughs> Roam about that cabin. We're roaming. We don't know. We don't know.